What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we did part of a, a little bit of a recap of the Saturday night games yesterday, and we'll just do the rest of it today. And a little bit of some, some news and notes. So, let's just jump right into it, going out to Anaheim. The Angels defeated the Orioles. Angels have actually improved now to, well, at least as of yesterday, improved to 500 record, but Alex Cobb was the story. It's been a while since the Angels have had one of their starting pitchers go deep into a game, but Alex Cobb did it yesterday with a strong outing against his former club, the Baltimore Orioles. He went seven and two-thirds innings, leading the Angels to a 4-1 win over Baltimore. I mean, seven two-thirds of one run, six strikeouts, that was that was more than enough. And by the way, I'm looking at the box score now, and Otani had three walks on the game. They're obviously pitching around him, and you know he's he's a very feared hitter right now. When you lead the major leagues in home runs, that's what happens. But Jared Walsh continues to do his thing as he was two for four on the night. And heading out to Philadelphia. I was watching this game. This was a Phillies-Padres matchup. And the Phillies may have finally found someone to put an end to all those ninth-inning meltdowns. It was Ranger Suarez. I mean, maybe he's going to be their closer. And he pitched an effortless, drama-free ninth inning, which the Phillies haven't had too much of, but it was a 4-2 Phillies victory over the Padres yesterday. Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins both hit home runs off of you, Darvish. Darvish actually got touched up a bit. Four runs. And those home runs there over six innings. Of course, eight punch-outs. He's a punch-out machine. But Zach Eflin was really good. Again, six innings, two earned runs. Fun fact. So Bryce Harper has 14 home runs on the year. Every single one of his home runs this year has been a solo shot. That's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty I, I didn't know that, but I was watching the game live and they mentioned it on the broadcast. I was like, wow, that's that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Moving out to DC though, the Dodgers took on the Nats, and you know, after a rain delay, the Dodgers pen really came up big. So the Dodgers had an impromptu bullpen game. I mean, they actually do have a bullpen game scheduled for today. But yesterday, they had Kershaw start. He only went four, though. And then, you know, you know, with that rain delay, after they came out of that, they just went 1-1-1-1-1 one, 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 one for the last five innings. Gratterall, Kelly, Bickford, then Trinan and Jansen. They locked it down. And, yeah, all those different looks, I guess, kind of threw the Nats for a spin. But... It was a 5-3 Dodgers victory over the Nationals in the nation's capital. Heading to Cleveland, the Astros took on the Indians and beat the Indians by a score of 3-2. Jake Odorizzi started, gave a, gave a quality start, and Carlos Correa homered. His 16th home run of the season. He's having a good year. He's healthy. You know, he's healthy this year. Uh, you know, that's always been the issue with him. He's going to be a free agent in the offseason, and he needs a good showing, but, I mean... If you look at his numbers, 300 on the nose and 935 OPS, he's in line for a really good payday this offseason. If he stays healthy, he'll, he'll get that bag he's been looking for because he actually did turn down a deal during spring training. They offered him, it was like the Xander Bogarts contract, which obviously is very undervalued at this point. They offered him the six years of 120, and Correa turned it down saying it was really low. And obviously when you see what other shortstops are getting, what you see – what Tatis and Lindor are getting, yeah, those guys are getting north of three hundred million. So he's gonna be like, yeah, what the heck? Why, why would I, why would I take such a discount with respect to that? 
not saying he's Fernando Tatis or even Francisco Lindor, um, but you, you understand why why he scoffed at that offer. And Correa is having a very good season this year. If we head out to Oakland, so the A's walked off on the Red Sox in 12 innings. It was a it was a really close game actually, you know, a bit of a back and forth affair. And then at the end there, bottom of the 12, they scored three runs, thanks to you know a Tony Kemp. Uh, a Tony Kemp walk-off single. But um, Jed Lowry, Tony Kemp, you know, they led the way at the end there. I'm sorry, it was not a walk-off single. Um, it was a sack fly. I'm sorry, it was a sack fly. Uh, he he lifts a sack fly into center field, and it was plenty deep enough to score the game-winning run. But, yeah, I mean, Oakland is second in the AL West. The Astros are number one, but I do think that it's going to be it's going to be those two teams duking it out all the way until the very end. All the way to the very end. It's going to be close. But, you know, it's a, whenever the Oakland A's play at home, it's always a, a fun time. You know, I remember, I think it was last year, they had so many walk-off hits. But, yeah, that's just what, kind of what they do. They, they play well at home. And then moving out to Seattle, the Rangers got a win over the Mariners 7-3. John Hicks homer twice. Eli White, he had a three-run homer. And Jordan Lyles. Six strong frames, and the Rangers got a 7-3 victory over Seattle there. Um, yeah, not much else to say from the Mariners' side. I mean, Marco Gonzalez pitched, but, you know, obviously. I guess Kyle Seager hit his 15th homer of the year. But it, it was it was really all Texas all the way. All Texas all the way. So moving on to today, we have actually – we've gotten the announcement for the – all-Stars for the rest of the All-Stars. So we'll actually talk about the rest of that tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but I'm just giving you guys a heads up. I mean, the, the full All-Star rosters have been announced. Go check it out if you haven't. We'll do a, a, a breakdown, a deeper breakdown, but I'm happy to see some guys on there um, who who had been snubbed from the starters, but, you know, they, they made it in uh, eventually. But um, there is actually now some news coming out that the White Sox are interested in Trevor Story. They have serious interest in Trevor Story. So this is somebody who I believe is going to be on the move within the next few weeks. Um, that, I mean, because it makes no sense for them to keep him. He's going to be gone. He's going to leave as a free agent in the offseason, so he might as well cash in now. But it seems like an odd fit for the White Sox because they already have an all-star caliber player in Tim Anderson. But, I mean, the idea would be that if they add Trevor Story, they would put Story at second base for the remainder of the year because they already lost Nick Madrigal for the season. And right now they've been using Danny Mendick and Lurie Garcia, which is obviously an area they want to upgrade. The White Sox are trying to win a World Series. They have World Series ambitions. They're going for it. And Trevor Story would definitely be a huge addition to their middle infield. You know, you heard them tied to Eduardo Escobar. You heard them tied to Adam Frazier. So they are in the market for a second baseman. They will get one. If they had Trevor Story, obviously that's the best they can do. But, um, He's going to, you know, I mean, it's it's going to cost. It's going to cost them. I mean, not like a huge amount because it's just going to be a rental. He's going to be there for, what, a couple months, for two months of the regular season plus the playoffs. But, you know, it's going to be more costly than, than those other two options in Adam Frazier or Eduardo Escobar. But I think they should go for it. Go ahead, ahead and get Trevor Story. I mean, that's why you, you, um, you build up your farm system. I mean, they're not going to give any, like, elite prospect. But it'll, it'll be some, like, mid-level minor leaguer or something like that. But, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting if, if that does develop. 
if that does develop. But thought I would mention it. Uh, yeah, Trevor Story. He's been one of the best players in baseball over the past three seasons, absolutely. And he's gonna be he's gonna be sought after at this deadline. So that's that's gonna be it, folks. That's gonna do it. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.